where we do our team-by-team MLB breakdowns uh, so that we can help you from a fantasy perspective. Uh, We always like to take a look at the team from top to bottom, from its uh, prospects and farm to what the uh, the front office is planning on doing. We go to the Seattle Mariners today here in the uh, American League West. And, I mean, Jim, this is a team that is definitely on the rise. They had a great, great showing uh, last season. So I guess the question is, is, <clears throat> is are Jerry DePoto and the Seattle Mariners, are they doing enough in the offseason to, uh, to, to make their team better this year? Yeah, they definitely got better in the offseason, and they're definitely a team to be reckoned with. They made the playoffs last year. The Astros lost Justin Verlander. Jose Altuve starts the year on the IL. Jordan Alvarez is going to swing the bat for the first time um, tomorrow, who's dealt with a hand. So Seattle's going to be relevant. They've got a great starting rotation that we'll get to in a minute. Um, their offense continues to improve, but let's let's kind of talk about what they actually did in the offseason. So their biggest trade was made with the Toronto Blue Jays, where they traded one of their best setup relievers, Eric Swanson, along with a top minor league pitcher, Adam Mako, to Toronto for outfielder Teoscar Hernandez. Hernandez will play right field. He's a 25-home run power bat. Uh, not not a great defender in right, but the uh, power is going to play in fantasy, and it'll it'll play in that ballpark. Um, I was just going to ask that: Are we sure that it's going to play in uh, yeah. in Seattle? Yeah, it'll pay. I think twenty five home runs is a fair guess on what he does in Seattle with that lineup. So that's what yeah. I would say on that. Uh, the next best trade they made is they acquired Colton Wong from the Milwaukee Brewers. They shipped Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro to Milwaukee side. You know, Wong is a 15-homer, 15-steal, maybe more, kind of second baseman in fantasy. Good defender, doesn't matter in fantasy, but he gets some power and speed there. Um, And then from a free agent perspective, uh, signed A.J. Pollock, who's going to get some playing time, one-year, $7 million. Uh, Reliever Trevor Gott and uh, backup infielder Tommy LaStella. So that was their off-season movement. Okay. All right. Well, if you were to if you were to be a teacher, Jim, and you were going to grade it out, what would you give them? I give them a B, B or B plus. Solid B works. Not All spectacular, right. but solid. Well, let's take a look around the diamond here. We'll start off with uh, the position players behind the plate: Cal Raleigh, uh, Ty France at first, Colton Wong at second, Eugenio Suarez, <clears throat> who we expect to do better without with no shift in play. He's at third. J.P. Crawford at shortstop. And then you've got uh, Jared Kelnick, Julio Rodriguez, Teoscar Hernandez uh, appears to be what the outfield is set with a uh, little AJ Pollock uh, helping out with the uh, with the DH spot. So um, from a fantasy standpoint, obviously Julio Rodriguez, we're in. You said Teoscar's bat is going to play. We can be in on him. Uh, from a fantasy uh, perspective, Jim, who else are you in on? Who are you going to get shares of this year? Yeah, so Ty France, uh, I'm in on him. Um, there's more in the tank than what we saw. This kid's a hitter. Um, th- th- this is a guy that uh, last year we saw 20 homers, 83 RBIs. Um, and, you know, I think you're going to see – he was an all-star last year too. I think you're going to see more progression. He only hit 274 last year and got a base 30% of the time. I think he hits 300 this year. So that, that's – I don't normally predict 26 points more. But when you've got a hitter that ability and you can't shift on him at all, I think he'll be a 300 hitter with – maybe he gets to 20 – let's go 23 homers. 300 with 23 homers, let's go to 90 RBIs. Let's, let's qualify at first and second, middle infield, corner infield. 
So okay. good depth play. Ty France in on him. Okay. Um, who else am I in on? Cal Raleigh, the catcher. You got to be in on Cal Raleigh, the catcher. Uh, and, and, and I know in fantasy, you know, throwing out runners doesn't matter, even though he was elite. But, you know, power's there. So 27 homers last year. You know, he's not going to hit for average, but I'll take 27 homers from my catcher. So I'm in on Cal Raleigh. Let's see what else. Um, Suarez, Eugenio. So, again, depends on the makeup of your team. The thing I like about Suarez and fantasy is that you know what you're getting. I don't think you have to guess. Um, he's hit 31 homers each of the last two two years. 79 RBIs and 87 RBIs, 71 runs and 76 runs. You know what you're getting, okay? You, you know what you're getting. You're 30 home runs. So, you know, um, he's a career 250 hitter. The shift has hurt him a little bit. I don't think he hits 250 again, but I think he can hit 240 with 30 home runs. So, okay. Eugenio, some interest. Uh, Crawford, not so much. Uh, you know, uh, so then the sleeper on this team is Jared Kelnick. Now, everyone's going to say, well, you know, spring training was the thing. He's been so uh, awful. We had Jerry DePoto on GM's Corner on Monday, and he gave his argument. You can listen to it on demand at MLB Network Radio. It's worth listening on demand because he gave the argument of why his spring training stats are relevant. For those that don't know what he's done this spring, he's hit 410 with four homers, nine RBIs, and three steals. Um, I bring up what he what he's done in the minor leagues. 2019, it was 23 homers, 20 steals, hit 291, was on base 364. And we all thought when he got to the show uh, in 2021 that he was going to be close to that guy, but he wasn't. You know, 14 homers hit 181. Last year, a disaster again, hit 141 with seven homers. But he's more mature. And if you listen to Jerry DePoto talk, he's made a lot of adjustments um, at the plate. And they're watching him handle breaking balls and change-ups, not chasing out of the zone, coming with a more mature, um, you know, focus. He is only 23 years old. Right. Only He won't turn 24 till July. I would ignore what he's done the first two years in the big leagues, personal opinion. I think Kalanick is a, is a, a guy that got a chance to hit 20 steal, 20 right here, right now. Hits 260, 20 homers, 20 steals. Well, I tell you, it's confusing sometimes for me, Jim. You know, when Steve Phillips uh, sends me a trade offer in our SiriusXM Dynasty League, uh, you know, offering me Jorge Soler for, for Jared Kelnick, I, I'm like scratching my head, figuring out what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah, I, I would rather <laughs> Kelnick, right? And so, you know, Steve, like me, has access to the managers, and he does the GM's Corner Show with me, and you listen to what Jerry says about Kelnick as a former GM, you go get it. And now, then he made me that trade offer. <laughs> and I don't blame him. Solaire didn't look good last year. I'm not sure how he's going to age, but, I, you know, he hasn't had more than 300, uh, you know, 300 bats each of the last two years. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I like the power, and he needs to come back, but he's over 30. I'd rather have, I'd rather have Kelnick. It was, it was a hard pass from me. Hard pass. Of course it was. All right, let's talk about the pitchers for Seattle because I love this rotation. Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, uh, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, and then in the back end you got Marco Gonzalez and Chris Flexen. Um, I have shares all over the place of Castillo, Kirby, and Gilbert, and I feel so good about it. Verbal retweet. I, I can't add anything to that, I, like from top to bottom. And the best part of what you just said 
is the three you mentioned, Castillo, Gilbert, and Kirby, and I'm 100% there. Castillo's figured it out. He's the ace of the staff. He really knows how to pitch, and he's reaching his potential now, and it's really been fun to watch. I love him like you do. Uh, Gilbert and Kirby have way more potential than what we saw last year, and they had good years last year. But they, they can go, they'll go a whole nother level this year. So I'm with you. I think it's a really special group. Um, and Robbie Ray gets a lot of strikeouts. You just got to deal with the walks with it. I don't think you'll ever see Robbie Ray go back and have the Cy Young year he had with Toronto two years ago. And that's, that's why I think people get carried away with him personally. Mm-hmm. But yes, I'm, I'm 100% with you on those other three guys for sure. Yeah, that's a, it's a great rotation. Chef recommends. Uh, the bullpen, according to Jerry Depoto, he built this bullpen for the sole purpose of playing these matchups. Paul Sewald, Andres Munoz, Diego Castillo. You could even throw Matt Brash in there. I believe he mentioned Brash when we talked to him. So, you know, everybody's in on Munoz, Jim, being the uh, the, the closer, and he's being drafted as if he is the closer. Uh, but I do recall that uh, it was it was Sewald who Depoto said. Uh, might see the the majority of the work because they want to use Munoz all over the place. High leverage situations, 7th and 8th. Yeah, that, that's what he said. Again, you could hear his own words on demand. But yes, I mean, Seawald is going to get more saves than Munoz. Munoz is the better pitcher. Munoz has better stuff. But Munoz is, could be used in the 7th, 8th, or ninth, wherever the best lineup is. So they're going to have shared saves. And it sounds like if if you wanna if you want me to tell you what it sounded like from Jerry Depoto, sixty percent or more of the saves will go to Seawald, forty percent will go to Munoz. Munoz will have better ERA, better strikeouts, he'll be facing the better hitters. But if you if saves are the category you want, Seawald's gonna get more saves than Munoz. All right. So that's the way it sits in the bullpen there. Uh, I mean, let's talk about, you know, further on into the season. Obviously, we can talk about prospects that they have potentially on the horizon. Are there, are there guys in the farm that you like, Jim? Uh, and are there trade chips for, uh, for Jerry later on in the season? Yeah, there's both of those things, Howard. Um, they don't have any rookies that are going to make an impact this year, but they have a top-catching prospect in Harry Ford, who has, it was really impressive, and a guy that you want to look at in Dynasty Leagues for sure. He's a he's a can't miss prospect, but they don't have to. You know, there's no hurry because you got Cal Raleigh. Uh, they've got some pitching prospects I like a lot. Emerson Hancock, Bryce Miller are two pitching prospects to keep your eye on. I like them both a lot. Um, whether they stay in Seattle or they get traded for more pieces at the deadline, I mean, they're legitimate pitching prospects. They got a couple middle infielders I like. Cole Young is the one I like the most. They've got an, another one. Uh, Fain and Celestin, who they're very high on. I haven't seen them, so I can't give you my personal opinion. But I know that uh, Jerry Depoto and the Mariners are high on him as well. So good farm system. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think you'll see them make a trade in July. I think they'll need to. I'm not sure what they'll need. Maybe another bat, uh, maybe another arm. Uh, but they certainly – it's a front office that trades and will pull the trigger. They've made more trades in the last five years than any team in Major League Baseball. So you know they're going to pull the trigger if they like something in front of them. All right. Well, then let's wrap up our coverage of the Seattle Mariners, Jim. As always, I like one sleeper, one bust. You kind of gave us your sleeper earlier, but you can reiterate. Okay. My sleeper is Jared Kelnick. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about him. I think he's I think he's a, a guy you draft late, and I think you may have stolen something. 
if spring's any indication, and if the Mariners are evaluating him properly, which I would think they have, they are. Um, I think he's a real sleeper. I'm going to go with a bus with Robbie Ray, Howard. I just, I just love the stuff, but I just don't like the control and command. And I think when you draft them, you're drafting for the strikeouts. You'll get wins, but I think it's the ERA and the whip that's going to give you a nervous breakdown. Well, there you have it, folks. In a nutshell, the Seattle Mariners sleeper, post-type sleeper, Jared Kelnick, bust, possibly Robbie Ray. So there you have it. And as always, guys, if you're looking for any of our other team previews, you can find them on the SXM app or... You can uh, find them in the Fantasy Alarm MLB Draft Guide, which is free over at FantasyAlarm.com.